today we're talking to Serena and um, we're going to talk about this wonderful new, um, well I don't know how new it is, but it's relatively new to me, uh, initiative called Morse Bags. And Morse Bags have had such an impact in my own life, like I've mentioned to you, um, Serena. It, um, I, I can't believe that they, you know, we all know about plastic and, and how, how bad it is for the environment, but something about Morse Bags resonated with me and I just... Um, I just took to it, you know, and it just opened my eyes so much. But perhaps you can start by just telling us what is a Morse bag? A Morse bag is um, a shopping bag made out of recycled fabric. Um, we ask people to give us um, fabric, perhaps old curtains or dressmaking material or sheets or duvets. And then volunteers like myself, we make them into bags and then we give them away free. And that's the important bit. They are free. They're always free. There's never been a Moore's bag sold. It's not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, towards the end of last year, I remember uh, a couple of us helped to hand out the bags and people are so surprised. Are yeah. they free? It's, it's nothing? It's a wonderful thing to do because it always makes me smile. I've been doing this for a long time now in England and now here in South Africa. And um, it's just such fun to think that people don't believe that something can be free. Yeah. Um, and you explain we've got a big banner up and the biggest word on it is free and you still have to point it out to people. They still see there must be a catch. No, I promise there's no catch. <laughs> um, I also remember somebody said they just can't, can't I donate some money. Um, because she was so, she loved the bag so much, and I said, no money, there's no money involved here. Exactly. And um, that's the, wonderful. The only money that we need is, um, and these are sold at cost, um, is to put the labels on, because a Moore's bag isn't a Moore's bag unless it's got a Moore's bag label on it. Okay. And they cost um, the equivalent of five pence English money each. Okay. Um, but as I say, they're sold at cost, and we buy them... Um, from the lady who founded Moore's Bags all those years ago, a lady called Claire Mooresman. That's where the, um, the, the word Moore's Bags comes from, that she invented it from her surname. And it's been amusing for me to learn, since I've been in South Africa, that Moore's is the Afrikaans word for rubbish and waste. So it's hugely appropriate. It is absolutely appropriate. And I must say, before I, I knew, I, I thought, wow, this is so cool. It's a clever name for it. And then I realized, well, I learned that, um, no, it's actually somebody's uh, name. Somebody's name. Yeah. Um, so so you talked about um, about a little bit now about where it started, but, but maybe share a little bit more. How did this initiative start? Well, as I understand it, um, Claire um, was on holiday in France. She's an English lady. She lives. She lived at that time on a houseboat in England. So she was aware of how much rubbish there was in on the river. Um, and then she was on holiday, as I say, and a whale was washed up. And she discovered afterwards that the reason the whale had died was because it, when they did the autopsy, it was so full of plastic bags. And it really shocked her that even though it was found in France, an awful lot of those bags were from English supermarkets. The, the rubbish in the sea just washes all over the place. And that inspired her to see if she could do some, something about it. Um, and apparently she got her mother to, um, did, she didn't even sew herself, she got her mother to design the simple pattern that we use um, and set it up. 
and it's now all over the world with it's the exception amazing. of Africa. Yeah, so I, I had a look at the map um, on the website and it was just amazing to see how many, you call them pods, hey? the, yes, the, pods the, group. the, the groups yes, are called pods. pods. How many pods have, have sprung up um, all over? There are, um, I think it's something like um, 1800 pods, Mo uh, a lot in England, all over Europe, in America. Um, there is one small pod in Morocco, but when I looked at the whole of um, the, the continent of Africa, I realised there was just nothing happening here at all. Um, there are one or two pods that seem to have in South Africa that seem to have either never made a bag or have just completely disappeared. I've tried to contact them because you can do that via the um, international website, but with no luck at all. So effectively, what we're doing in Melkwellstrand is the main thing in the world of Africa. Yes, and, and I believe you've made, um, and, and the pod here in Mouthboss is called the Western Cape Morse Bags Pod, and you've made 1,540 bags to date. Yes, we have. And, and when, did, when did you guys start? We started in, um, effectively in August last year. That is amazing. Yeah. And what's the, the exciting bit about it is that the theme, the, sorry, the theory is that each Morse bag saves at least 500 plastic bags sure. so that means we've effectively um, uh, saved this area alone from 770,000 plastic bags it's wonderful it, uh, that is that is absolutely amazing so so how did the movement really get to South Africa was it when you moved to South Africa yes it was um, my husband is here working and he has a working visa um, and, but I'm not allowed to work or do anything like that. So um, I thought, because I like to be busy, I thought, well, I did Moore's Bags in England. Why don't I do Moore's Bags here? And I've met lots of people setting it up, um, lovely people. Phone disconnected. We've got people who are helping us with sewing um, the bags, giving them away, cutting them out, collecting the fabric, all sorts of things. It's wonderful. So it's, yeah, it's down to me moving to Melbourne. That, that is that is amazing and and just to think you know you said starting in august um how many volunteers do you have um we have um, quite a lot of people following us who are involved with the, the whatsapp side of things and i send them messages and things but actually doing the sewing we have only got about 10 people and we really 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 need more people to do it okay. to help us very keen to for people um, to come and even if they make two or three bags a month, yeah, it it all adds it up. It all adds up, yes. yeah. Um, and and the the, um, the principle is people donate fabric. Yes, yes, they donate fabric to us, and we've got several drop-off points in Melbourne Strand, um, the Rotary Shop, the Library at Dana Fontaine, um, books, books, books in the Birkenhead Centre, um, and. Two of the estate agents um, are happy to collect fabric for us, which is wonderful. And then I will go and collect the fabric. We have a meeting each month, which is always on the third Monday of the month. And we have that at the library in Dainafontaine because they have been so kind to us. Um, and they let us have it all completely free, which is wonderful. They're really supportive. And then we all get together. We talk about... Um, fabric we've collected we put all the fabric out we sort it out because some of the fabric is not not any good um, 
So we, and then everybody takes away what they want, they make their bags, they come back the next month and we work out how many we've made between us. I add that onto the international website um, and then we make decisions about where we want to do the next handouts. So for example, this um, the meeting we had on Monday, we decided that on this Saturday coming up, the 26th, we're going to have a handout session at the Birkenhead Centre. Um, we're going to give, um, I'm going to go to um, talk to a quilters guild in on Monday and we will give out about 50 or 60 bags there. Um, we've got bags prepared for um, a retirement home in Parklands and we've also got um, planned in the very near future to give bags to um, the care centre in Melkostrand and at the same time I will go and talk to the children um, and explain to them about why you have Moore's bags it's better than having a plastic bag. Absolutely <clears throat> and I mean the reality is that that even um, recyclable plastic can only be recycled once or twice and they after the plastics not you're not able to use it again. Yes. But do you remember well perhaps you don't you're too young but the days when we used to have paper bags goodness or my mother always went shopping with a basket you know it was yeah. plastic has taken over the world hasn't it it's terrifying and they say don't they that every piece of plastic that has ever been made is still in existence sure because it takes so long if ever it is able to to, to um, disintegrate whatever and even if it's recyclable it still ends up in the ocean a lot of it yeah. And I think you have a serious problem here, um, a, a different cultural problem um, than we do in Europe. Um, you, there seems to be more waste here, less awareness of, of what Absolutely. to do with it. Um, I think we're just slightly ahead in, in terms of those of us from Europe are much more conscious of, of disposing of things waste. I find it shocking that you will see dustbins um, when you're walking say in the village um, and the rubbish will be all around it but maybe the bin is empty. There doesn't seem to be that meaning here okay that's a dustbin I'll put my rubbish in it. Yeah and, and the understanding of um, perhaps of where that, that that rubbish ends up in the ocean. Yes. Um, I, I've been into the sea a couple of times this year already and and it's just so sad that there are plastic bags in the ocean with me um it, it is it is it's, very sad it is terrifying and it's it, the way the situation is at the moment is is possibly bearable for us um more mature people but for our children and grandchildren they're not going to be able to go in the ocean if we carry on like this because exactly. they won't physically be able to swim through the plastic mm. which is why we do like very much to talk to young people if possible about Moore's bags because children are very good at making their parents behave better I think. <laughs> that is very true. You know, if, if you are involved with Moore's bags which you are and you go shopping and you buy a plastic bag and you've got your children with you if they know about it they'll say mum what are you doing? You've got a Moore's bag you don't need a plastic bag. It's brilliant. <laughs> I must say for myself, um, ever since um, I've, I've, I've gotten to know about Morse Bag and received my very, very beautiful orange Morse Bag, um, if I just grab my wallet and I stand at the till and I don't have my bag with me, I feel 
dreadful to have Good. to ask for a plastic bag. <laughs> and I tell the tailor every time, you know, I have I have a beautiful morse bag and I forgot it in my handbag. <laughs> and I feel absolutely awful That's... for having to to get a plastic bag. That's perfect. I have once or twice actually carried the things out because I just but anyway, I'm 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 really You're learning. I'm learning. Good I'm girl. absolutely learning. <laughs> but what I what I am finding extremely interesting um, is that the awareness of plastic straws flew through um the country at a at such a rapid rate and i mean if you go to a restaurant now you'll get uh, either a paper straw or a, or a straw made from from cornstarch why is it that that happened so quickly that the the market was able to adapt so quickly to plastic straws but we've known about plastic bags for years and still we're struggling i really don't know the answer to that some things just capture the imagination, I suppose. And um, perhaps again with children, straws tend to go with children's drinks, don't they? Well, unless you're having a cocktail, of course, yeah. I suppose. Um, I don't know what it is with, with plastic bags here. In, it, it's certainly, as I say, in Europe, we really don't use them very much anymore. Mm. Um, here, the message needs to, to get across more, which is why the sort of thing that you're doing is wonderful because this will spread the more spread word. Because what we'd like to happen is we'd like for there to be in every town in village in um, South Africa to be a pod creating moss bags yes. because it's sociable gorilla bagging. Yeah. Um, nothing to do with the gorillas, the monkey type gorillas, yeah. <laughs> the war gorillas. The war gorillas, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that would be wonderful then if we had a lot of people doing it. They can all set up their own little groups. You can sit with two or three of your friends and, and do some sewing. It's perfect. And what I like about the Morse bags is that they, they're strong. Yes. You know, I mean, a plastic bag rips so easily, but these bags are strong. Yeah. They're durable. And also, you can just put them in the washing machine. Yes. And, yes. you know, they, yeah. they clean very easily and quickly. Yes. We had a, um, we were very lucky um, relatively recently in Melkwell Strand. We had a young man who was here on holiday staying with his grandparents. I think he lived in he does he lives in Johannesburg and he was so shocked by how much rubbish there was on the beach. I gave him a Moors bag and he used it then to pick up all the plastic he could find on the beach and then washed it. Brilliant. Perfect. Absolutely awesome. So what what are some practical tips for for our listeners um, to to reduce the use of bags, uh, plastic bags? I mean, yes, um, the Moors bags <coughs> use the Moors bag. Um, but uh, like like myself, I often find that I'm standing at the till without my bag. What are some practical tips for people to... Well, have more than one Moore's bag, possibly. I always keep them in your handbag. Yeah. Um, just, it, mine just lives there. It's just there. So I've always yeah. got it. Um, and if you have done a lot of shopping and you haven't got bags with you, don't buy plastic bags things back in your shopping trolley, drive, drive the shopping trolley yeah. to your car, unload into your car. Absolutely. Yes. And when you get home, you can then pick up the bags you've forgotten to take with you shopping. There are so many good things. It's, I think as much as anything, it's a habit. And once you get out of the habit, you can't see, you would never do it any other way. Yes. I haven't bought a plastic bag for years because I've always got my bags with me. That's wonderful. Mm. 
How can people get involved? In what ways can they get involved? Um, they can follow us on Facebook, um, which is under Western Cape Moors Bags, um, and that shows what we're doing, where we're doing it, why we're doing it. Lots of photographs of happy people receiving bags, of all sorts of people, which is great. I have a particular penchant for gentlemen in uniform. So I had a lovely couple of um, minutes taking um, photographs of all the firemen in the village with their moors bags. It was wonderful. They were so <laughs> kind. <laughs> um, and the other, so you can follow us on Facebook, um, look at the international website, which is www.moorsbags.com. Um, and that shows what's happening all over the world. If you're local and you enjoy sewing, you can join our pod, our group, um, bring your sewing machine, we'll provide the fabric, we'll give you the pattern, how to um, cut them out, how to sew them. Um, we can even um, help people, uh, and I've already done this, there's a lovely lady in the village called Nikki who had never ever used a sewing machine in her life. So I lent her a sewing machine gave her a lesson how to use it and she made her own moves back. Oh wonderful. wonderful. And we're really happy to do that. A lot of the ladies that are involved um, in this group are experienced um, sewers. We have one lady who um, teaches um, particularly to do with um, quilting all over um, the area um, and she belongs to our group. She's a wonderful lady called Sandra and she's really happy to show people how to do it. We even have um, a lovely gentleman uh, called Mike who is um, who mends sewing machines and he's helping us as well. It's not all about women. <laughs> men wonderful, can, men wonderful. can join too. So there's lots of things you can do. You can be a collection point, you can give us fabric. Um, we've all got a linen cupboard that has got things in it we really don't need anymore. You know, that old duvet cover that you've had for 15 years that you haven't used for 10 really could come out of the cupboard and be made into bags. Absolutely. Um, and people do just, perhaps some people, there's another lovely lady in the village who doesn't do sewing, but she's very happy to cut out. Yeah. So there's all sorts of things that people can do. And spread the word. Just don't let people buy plastic bags. <laughs> Absolutely. And um, like you said earlier, um, this coming weekend, you'll be at the Birkenhead Centre handing yes. out bags. But if people... Um, only listen to this a little bit later and they want to get hold of a Morse bag. How can you get your hands on a Morse bag? Um, by following us on Facebook, you can send us a message um, and then we can say where the next handout will be. Okay. Um, we can't do um, a personal service, as it were, exactly. No, absolutely. You can't phone me and say, um, Sweeney, can I have a Morse bag? And you, know, you live in the southern suburbs or something. No, I'm yeah. sorry, I can't deliver one to you. <laughs> If you follow us, you'll see where we're doing handouts. Wonderful. Serena, thank you so much for your time. An absolute and pleasure. And I really appreciate you, you speaking to me. A pleasure. Um, and we'll definitely do our best to, to share the message about Morse Bags because I'm, I'm definitely inspired. Wonderful. Thank you very much. That's kind thank of Thank you. Me.